Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good morrow, wonderful people, whenever and however you are listening to this. Happy Monday. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. As always, it's Lily, me, your unqualified, unhinged, incredibly unwell, and slightly, um, what's another unword? Un... And I don't know. I just just add one. Add add in here. Um, flight attendant, cruise director, older sister who shouldn't really be in charge of making any serious decisions. Um, how are we doing? Happy day. How was our weekend? Mine. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you so much to all the feedback from last week's episodes. I love that you guys like to write in. I love that you guys are so passionate about communicating your feelings on the, on the podcast. You guys love the ghosting episodes. If it's about ghosting, y'all want to talk about it. And I do have caffeine, a little ASMR. Oh, no. Do we have a sound issue? I have been telling my producer at this point with the sound issues we have because I work, I do too many things apparently. Um, I'm like, I can't make it to a physical studio. So I usually record in a lot of different places and I'll have like my producer on Zoom and we deal with so many different sound issues with the podcast sometimes based on where I'm at, even though we have like really high tech quality gear to record with and I'm so grateful for that. It becomes problematic in terms of like, I don't have all day to record. Like I wish, oh my God, that would be amazing. You would get seven hour podcasts. I mean, I could talk until the cows come home, which I've never actually understood that saying. Do the cows ever actually come home? Can somebody who understands cows please chime in on the subject? I'm going to shout out my favorite person on the planet who listens and is part of our podcast community, uh, Anita, for sending me... <laughs> Taylor Swift updates. I love that she she sent me um, a link to a cake, a Taylor Swift cake. It was very impressive. She I and I I loved it. So Anita, you're the best. Thank you for sent. Thank you for always. Anita is honestly the best. There's a few more of you who are honestly amazing too. Who just like message me all the time, want to talk to me about things. And I love you all. I love you all so much. You're so great. Thank you so much for always being so supportive. I know I say it all the time, so I don't want it to ever lose its weight when I do say that. But I hope you do understand. Like I'm just so grateful for the community we have created all together. And our little chit chatty chats. Okay, I want to dive straight in because as everyone, including Anita, knows, <laughs> um, I need to talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Anita, you gave me the perfect segue. Um, so the Super Bowl is, it happened. So the Super Bowl happened. If you don't live in America, you probably didn't feel the insanity I was in America when it happened because it was yesterday. And let me tell you, the energy was like no other. Yes, because of Dr. Taylor Swift being at the game, there was a different energy, I think, applied in terms of how big the audience was in terms of caring about this Super Bowl. The NFL needs to cut her a check. 14 million people tuned in to watch it. I don't know if that's a big number compared to other years, but I do know that the energy was like no other. The pressure was like no other. The, 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 the camera cuts were like no other. 
Taylor attended with Blake Lively, with her fam, uh, with she brought her mom. Um, I'm pretty sure her dad and her brother were also there. Then she also brought Blake Lively, and then she also brought Ice Spice. And then Lana Del Rey was there, but I believe she was a 49ers fan. So the whole like quote unquote drama was that she wasn't actually in Taylor's box, but then eventually got up into Taylor's box. Like she was in the seats right below the box. But I think it was because she was wearing a 49ers jacket. She maybe never asked to be in the box with Taylor, but it, once she's in the box, you see her not wearing the jacket. So she probably did that out of respect to the fact she was in a chief's box that had been paid for by, you know, one of the stars of the chiefs, Travis Kelsey, who in case you're not aware is Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Can I just say this was, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. And I don't understand football whatsoever. At all. I don't. I, I don't. I was texting my friend who understands football the whole time saying, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? They were very kind. Very helpful. Love that for me. Um, It was so stressful, you guys. So I'll give you like the overview of what it looks like. They played the 49ers, which are from San Francisco. Kansas City, obviously the Chiefs from Kansas City, right? They are both like red and white. And for my brain, even though like the 49ers are their uniform is white with red and the Chiefs are red with white, my my brain isn't great. And so I I kept being like, who who was holding the ball? Also, half the time when you're watching it on TV, I swear to God, you can't see who's holding the ball. I was like, what uh what? And I want to be clear, I've never watched I've watched basketball before. I've never watched a football game all the way through especially the Super Bowl. Never watched all the way. This thing clips, never cared. This year I cared. I don't care what that says about me. I cared this year, like millions of other people, millions of other millennial women who have not cared in previous years. We cared this year and that is okay. NFL, you are welcome because we are the ones who spend money. So you are welcome. So anyway, overall, what did it look like? It it looked like... It, it, it was a very exciting game. And I think a lot, I watched with some people and some of them were men and they were basically, they were young, but like they were saying like it wasn't that exciting. And I think that's because they're, they, I'm not educated in this. Okay. I believe it's because both teams had such great defense for a long time. No one was getting a goal that happened at the start. And that happened like in the middle area. No one was getting a goal or a touchdown or, or or a point because you kick it. No one was getting one of those. I think there's also a punt thing where you get three points. I don't know. Okay. All I know is that at one point, somebody got three points. The 49ers started out ahead. They got a touchdown and they got like some punt thing. I don't know what it means. Whatever. Who cares? Um, so they got like 10 points or nine points and then the Chiefs got three. And then in the after the super after the halftime show, the Chiefs like turned it around, got a couple of touchdowns from my memory, and like that put them ahead. But then they tied, then they tied, and that's how the like the clock is counting down, and that's how the clock ends. They both ended on the same number. It was like sixteen or nineteen. I, I think it was nineteen. They both end on the same number. So they go into overtime, and this is where. It was like the most stressful thing. And when I tell you they tied by the nick of the, by the nick of their teeth, like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was so scary to watch. Like they honestly, I feel they probably don't think they almost lost because I'm sure they have a whole strategy and it was all planned. But for me, I was like, you almost lost. I don't know what you were doing. Um, 
but again i don't know what i'm talking about so <laughs> like <laughs> makes no it's my opinion is not relevant on this subject i'm just like explaining this via girl math okay in girl math they almost lost because they took a risk very late in the game and I mean the last six seconds. And then they got the points that made them tied. Then they go into overtime. And like the overtime rules are like confusing. But basically what happens is they both have a chance to get a touchdown. So both teams get a chance to have a touchdown. And basically the rules were, don't quote me on this, but essentially the premise is at the start of like the quote unquote overtime, which was given 15 minutes, um, the 49ers got to pick something to hit first or to pick first I don't know what it was they got to pick something they flipped a coin they got to pick and so because of that if the 49ers got a touchdown um this Kansas City would be given the chance to also get one however if Kansas City got one they win and they the 49ers got one and then Kansas City got one and it like it, it they won they won by like two points Kansas City that is it was nail biting and it had like the guy who got the touchdown like honestly he was so close to the line that it was semi anticlimactic to the point where everyone was like did he win and there was like three seconds left on the clock and I was like do we get to use those three seconds like do they get to go back and do those three seconds but no they, they just they let it run out but yeah isn't that wild isn't that wild? It was the most nail biting moment. I have, I have, it was so stressful. Like I felt like I was going to puke. Like I was so, being into sports is so exhausting. Like I don't know if anyone listening is into sports. I personally, I've been to a couple of Lakers, no Clippers games and I think maybe a Lakers game. Like it's fun, but I'm not invested in a team. This time I was like, if the Chiefs lose, how is mom? aka Dr. Taylor Swift, going to, to make it through the night. Like, she's going to be devastated. They're going to cry. I don't want them to cry. I want them to be happy. And and I just, I I was so invested. I With the level of my investment um, was so high. It was, I felt ill by the end of it. I was like, this was exhausting. Like, I am exhausted from this. I don't know how people do this on a weekly basis in the season. Like, I'm exhausted so that is the summary of what happened in the Super Bowl in the game obviously Taylor was there there were clips of her she was feeling it she was nervous it was a close game like it was a close close game records were broken Records were broken by somebody kicking something a couple of times. They were broken. I don't know anything about it, but there were some records broken. Good for them. Um, turns out that Mahomes guy is pretty good. I, I really didn't know anything about him. Apart from his wife, Brittany, I think she's really cool, and she gets a lot of crap in the media, and I don't think she should, but she's really cool, and I knew nothing else about him. He's actually really good. I didn't know he was the captain. So who the hell knew? <laughs> who the heck knew? Um... And then afterwards, Taylor goes on the field with Travis's mom. It's a family affair. The whole fam is there. They're so sweet together. She kisses him and they just have such a moment. And it's just like, this is a romance novel. Like the pop star 
and the football player who wins the Super Bowl, the pop star who's on an international tour, the most famous pop star in the world, arguably, at this moment. Like, this is a romance novel. You can... Anyone who actually writes the novel of this, can you send it to me? Because I would like... I don't want an autobiography or like a biography. I want like a romance novel based on this premise. Please send it to me. I want to read it. I mean, I don't think anyone really knows this. I read so many romance novels. I mean, that's where part of my delusion comes from with relationships probably. I think that men are like the nicest, most kindest. They just sacrifice everything for their love in... um, and that's because they, they don't in real life most of the time. There's a very small percentage who will. And uh, in romance novels, they do do that, though, while being like, I don't know, the head of a mafia. It's very romantic. So if anyone does write that book, um, if you guys if you guys are into the romance novel game, I will start doing book recommendations. I have read hundreds of romance novels over the years of just different genres, different different type of like all kinds of stuff. I am all over it. You have no idea how deep my obsession went with that. Like I read like three a week. Like I really do. I have a Kindle subscription and let me tell you, I'm reading a lot of books. I'm reading a lot of books. Um, okay. So Taylor then after the game goes on the field, kissy, 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 lovey, dovey, dovey. He gives his speech. He's like, ah, yelling and screaming viva las vegas and taylor's face was kind of like huh i'm happy for him tiny bit cringeworthy but i'm happy for him but obviously like you get to be cringeworthy when you have that much adrenaline so it's fine um then they go out and you'll see it all over the news today all over your social media like so many videos so many headlines taylor and travis go out to the club after the Super Bowl win, and it's just video after video of them dancing to the Taylor Swift's own songs, like Love Story and You Belong With Me. And usually I wouldn't really care to like speculate on this, but can I just say how nice it is? Like she lived in a world so isolated for so long. And I'm not saying like, oh, poor her, poor her. Like she clearly very wealthy woman of a lot of privilege, but she lived in isolation for so long. It must be so beautiful for her to, I just think it's so nice for her to like live a life. Yes. Was she surrounded? So no one could get to her by like seven bodyguards. Sure. But like Travis also needs that. So even if Taylor wasn't famous and was just dating Travis, that would still be happening. So maybe not, maybe a little bit less, but it would still be happening. So honestly, it's nice that they live in the same bubble um of like need of security but live their life in the public because they're living a norm like they're trying to live a life where they don't have to hide and I think that's everyone should be allowed to do that I don't care who you are in the world everyone should be allowed to do that and so like pop off to her I'm excited for this seeing her dancing kissing having a great time drinking sitting and talking to Jason Kelsey Travis's brother like having a great time is just incredible and she deserves that like she just does again I do apologize for any background noise you hear I'm trying to really cut whenever it gets too much okay let's talk about the halftime show if you haven't watched the halftime show go YouTube it go TikTok it go look at it um I watched it live right so um I I I was I think they had a comms issue meaning they're the things in their ear the communicators where they can hear the music and their count in And if you don't know what that side of 
live entertainment looks like. It's actually very fascinating. Basically, there is a person talking to them and music at the same time. So there'll be a person counting them in and then they cut out and they can talk to other people. Um, but they can hear the band and the music in their ears so they know if they're on tune, when to sing, and they can hear themselves so they know that they're they what well, how they sound. I think there was a comms issue because if you watch the start, the very start, it kind of looks like he missed a beat or like was confused for a second. I watched so many TikTok videos of like people being like, this is how the halftime show should start that I that were so good. That honestly, the real thing and how it started was kind of like, oh, it started. It was very busy in my, this is my opinion. It was a little busy and a little messy in the start. I think halfway through really hit its stride really good. I don't know what was going on there. It looked almost like a lack of rehearsal to me. But who am I to judge? I couldn't perform a halftime show. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm not trying to criticize. I just... I remember watching it being like, oh, what? So I feel like everyone's going to have their opinion on it. I think Usher did an amazing job. I think Usher is an incredible performer. And I mean, no disrespect to anyone who was part of the creative on that. I just think there was a technical issue. Also, when Alicia Keys started singing, I think there was a technical issue. Like I could, I don't know if I'm just like sensitive to that, but I could hear it. And it just sounded like they couldn't hear themselves or the music. And I feel like they were off in the first set in the first bit of both of them starting then I feel like they figured it out but maybe that was definitely they might not have been able to rehearse with the comms and the and the music and you definitely can't rehearse with the sound that loud because you're dealing with a they bump everything up to compete with the sound of the crowd so like it it really is a first time when you're doing it in a lot of ways so I am going to say this, um, hands down, my favorite halftime show was a tie between J-Lo, J-Lo was incredible, Beyonce, and then I really, really liked Dr. Dre, but it is a tie between J-Lo and Beyonce, those were incredible, I actually will say I think J-Lo deserves to, to like have a reigning champ, if you haven't seen J-Lo's halftime show, go watch it. She had just finished that year, I think, or the year prior had just finished her movie Hustlers where she, um, played a dancer. And so she was doing a lot of pole dancing in this movie. And so she incorporated it into the halftime show. It is the most insane stunts. Like say what you want about JLo, say whatever you want. You cannot say she isn't one of the best live entertainer to entertainer performance who has spot on vocals you cannot say that she is indescribable if you haven't seen it go watch it JLo was also in a Super Bowl commercial and um she was in it with Ben Affleck her her husband um Tom was Tom Brady in it I feel like was it Tom Brady I feel like I'm making that up Tom someone um Oh my God, I forgot the other people in it. My mind just went blank. Anyway, so a bunch of famous people are in it and it was brilliant. It was so well done. It was so well done. I loved it. Speaking of, well, actually I'm going to jump back for a second. Hold on. Before I get into the commercials, 
Gwen Stefani performed, I think, at the Sphere or at another outside venue in Vegas. And it was like the live TikTok show before the Super Bowl. And she got so annoyed at the crowd because the crowd was standing there. Not, and it's Gwen Stefani. Like, she was performing her freaking hits. The 2000s millennial me was loving it. I watched it after the fact. I didn't watch it live. But um, the audience was dead. The audience did not care. The audience, there was one person with their hands in the air and the audience was massive. There were thousands of people. Nobody cared. And she calls out the audience after a song. She's like, do you want to be here? Like, she's, she's like, okay, like you're live. You're being live streamed. Like, let's get into this. Let's go. Like, come on. Like you poor, like that must be one of the worst things. Like, thank God I'm not a singer. Also, you're welcome for me not being a singer. I would traumatize a lot of people. I traumatize my cat, my co-host, Karma. She has no interest in being on today's episode. Um, yeah. So I, all I have to say is she was she she tried to handle it. She wasn't rude. She was just kind of like, are you serious? <laughs> and I, I don't know how much she was paid for that. If she did it for free. I don't know. I highly doubt she would do that for free. But <laughs> it was a little I would have been if I had been there and Gwen Stefani was performing. Also, I just feel like when any performer is taking their time to perform for you and giving them everything, giving you everything they've got, like, let's go. Like, come on. Like, let's move. Let's rock. Yeah, no, 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 they weren't into that. Um, I don't know if the audience was of a different generation. I don't know what it was. I don't think they couldn't hear. There's a maybe maybe the sound system was terrible. Maybe they could not hear her. I don't know. But it didn't go down well. That's all I'm going to say. Did not go down well. I love Gwen Stefani. She's, she is incredible. I love her. Okay, back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is basically just a Super Bowl, how Lily's opinion of Sunday was. Okay, so then, <laughs> did you know the first Super Bowl ad? It is $7 million for 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I would do with $7 million? It wouldn't be a Super Bowl ad. <laughs> Actually, that would be pretty iconic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seven million dollars for 30 seconds. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who try to get their ads in and don't. Some of the ads were really good. They were Uber Eats ads. That was great. Um, I, I really liked as an actor. I really liked seeing a lot of actors that were actors in commercials. I feel like we throw a lot of and, and this is a double edged sword for me because you could argue that I'm somewhat of an influencer. But that's not my job job right so like I liked seeing like actors getting the job as opposed to influencers getting the job and that's not saying they don't deserve them that's just saying like this was our bread and butter like this is our bread and butter like we have commercial agents for a reason like and I thought it was so nice to just see like okay cool like the Super Bowl honoring that and they had some legendary actors like Danny DeVito like it, it was it was I the commercials were great. They did a really good job. I feel like this was, they really had um, a redemption year because last year, well, that's not great. And I don't think anyone really cared. This year was great. It was awesome. Um, Beyonce, baby, surprised her fans by teasing her forthcoming new music as she was in a Super Bowl ad for Verizon. And how much do you think baby reportedly received for this commercial. I'll wait. Reportedly. So this is not confirmed. Okay. $30 million. Cool. 30 mil. For basically her getting free promotion. 
for her own music is legend. It's iconic. First of all, it's iconic. And yeah, she's she, she girl got new music coming out and I'm excited about it. Um, I really was very like this is the first time I can't like if you had told me a year ago, Lily, you're going to sit down and record a podcast where basically you you girl math your way through a football episode. I would have laughed in your face. But here's here's my overall girl math of the Super Bowl. Um, I feel like we came out on top. I feel like we we benefited. We girl math wise, if you didn't pay to go to the Super Bowl, if you just watched it on TV, we got like a serotonin boost by watching Travis and Taylor like live out like the most romantic love story of all time. Then we got entertainment for free um, for like the next week where I'm sure more and more clips will come out of like Travis and Taylor at the club dancing kissing touching each other we're gonna get new clips all week like that's just how it is with people in their phones these days so like we get a week's worth of entertainment out of this okay and I'm so excited the fact that Taylor Swift was in Tokyo performed for four nights straight got on a plane went to LA got on a plane the next morning went to Vegas went to the Super Bowl, had millions of eyes on her, looked flawless, then went out until 5.15 in the morning the next day. Like, this woman is a powerhouse. And I think her, um, I think she plays Australia next, which will be wild because so many of my friends back home are going and I'm so excited for them and I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. But I'm excited. Our Australian economy could really use the help. Um, and we rely very heavily on tourism. And I think there's one thing Taylor does. It's she boosts local economies. And I'm someone who has, um, small family businesses in my family. And it is very, it very close to my heart, you know, and it's, it's really cool that, um, so I'm excited to see what it brings to the local economy. Cause I think it's incredible that, she is able to bring that with her performances. My co-host is here. Say hi, co-host. Say hi. She came in at the end. Okay. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in for another chaotic episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. We're back here tomorrow. And, oh, my co-host has a lot to say. She's like, this won't be an episode without me. You have the mic. Go ahead. What do you have to say? Am I like that annoying person who puts like their kids on the phone when you call me? Sorry. She she loves me. She's the love of my life. I don't have a man. I have a cat. And I'm perfectly happy with that. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I love you all. As always, don't do anything I wouldn't do, but it gives you so much wiggle room. You can basically do anything you want. I love you all. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Say bye, Karma. She says bye.